The Sportsy Show. Uh, welcome to the Sportsy Show. Uh, it's me, your host, uh, Pat, the guy who runs both the leagues, the Dynasty League and uh, League of Enthusiasm. And uh, my guests this week are Al, the Never Nudes. Hey. And uh, Tom, your reigning champion, the Chicago. You hear that, Al? Yeah, I'm. I'm just name... watching some Saquon highlights right now. It's alright. The the, uh, the nameplate's on the way, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it it still hasn't even been ordered, Tom. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. I, I mean, it'll definitely get ordered and get sent to you. I just keep forgetting. And the only times I ever remember, I'm not at my house, so I can't order it. I'm just glad my name hasn't changed from year to year. Like, Mark's won two years in a row, and he's got two different team names. Yeah, that's true. What was the first one? Uh, it's, uh, well, Trey was a Rodri because you owe me green. And then Mark and Nick was Pittsburgh Feelers, and then Highway to Bell. Okay. Yeah, I remember the Highway to Bell one, but yeah, I remember the Highway to Bell. I totally forgot about the Pittsburgh Feelers. It's not bad. <laughs> There's worse names that can be had. All right, so uh, I guess this episode is going to be not what we initially had planned, and it's going to be a mock draft of the 2019 rookie draft. Um, I would say we don't really say what our own picks are. But, like, what we would do, because then, obviously, we're giving it away. But we can if we want. It doesn't really matter. I don't really give a shit. Uh, really, it's on Al, because he's the one who has things at stake here in, in the first round. Well, like, uh, also, when I made my list, I made it with the idea that there was no trades going down. But, yeah, I mean... Which is what I assume, too, yeah. We could also talk about... Potential trades, as I mean, like... Oh, I got, like, three trades I need to do, probably. <laughs> Alright, so I guess I, let's, uh... just, let's just kick this thing off, like, right away. Uh, who do you have, Rob, taking number one, Tom? Uh, well, you kind of just uh, changed my mind right before this, and yeah, I think Rob should take a position player right away, rather than a quarterback, so Josh Jacobs is probably who he should go for. Uh... He could take a wide receiver. Uh, he is pretty weak there, so maybe he should take in Keel Harry. Uh, or Miko Hardman, I think, is going to jump up the boards here with the whole Tyreek thing. Oh, most Tyreek definitely. Thing. Uh, but with Al having four QBs, unless he's trading somehow, uh, I think it's pretty safe he's going to get a QB at three, Rob, that is. Yeah, I would agree. That's why I also have Rob taking Josh Jacobs off the board at number one uh, overall in this uh, draft. I think he just needs to get active and drop some players here. I mean, he's probably waiting for the draft here, but, you know, A.J. Green can't be kept at $69. I say that about a lot of people, though, now. Uh, I can't believe Trey even wanted Julio back at $80 or Ryan's trying to keep luck at 92 
Yeah, it's. I guess it all depends on what you're going to do. Um, I don't know. Al's too, too busy getting dog kisses and deciding what he's doing with these dude, dogs. Dude, they won't shut the fuck up. Um, no, I don't know. I would agree with Jacob going one to Rob. That would oh make the most sense. I think he's going to end up being... like I've already heard people saying he's should be a top 15 in a redraft. Because he's... Getting placed in a pretty good situation. Oh, he's getting placed in a fantastic situation. He's got absolutely no competition except for guys that have been there and done nothing with the job. Well, and especially, too, I'm just thinking that because they had the three picks and that was the second one. So, like, they didn't want to risk waiting two, you know, two teams picking in between. Well, did you guys hear Isaiah Corral towards the Achilles today or yesterday? I did not hear that. So he's just not a factor immediately instead of, you know, waiting so now, a couple months? Yeah, so now that thrusts him into the starting role even quicker. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, he was going to be the starter. Well, right I just now. think you don't – a team doesn't make that pick unless they already have a plan of, like, this is how we're going to use them, except apparently the Seahawks last year with Rashad Penny. But I well, think, the Seahawks uh, don't know what the fuck they're doing ever. So I don't. I just think they just take the best athletes and say they're going to compete, and someone's going to win the job. And you know, if you if you take enough good athletes, you're going to end up just having a good team. Just yeah, I understand that. that. I guess if that's exactly what you're going to do, like the entire way, like across the board. All right, so I guess we all agree on pick number one. Pick number two would be Al. Um, Initially, I actually had him trading this pick to me, where I take Kyler Murray. It's not happening. Um, well, I guess if <laughs> if you take into to team need, like my gl- biggest glaring weakness is my second receiver. Well, and that's why I do have you slotted to take Nikhil Harry. Yeah, I would take him at this point. Like, I don't think there's a huge difference between him and like the second or third receiver, but. Someone's got to be so the I, first, so. I, I and we all know Al is not like going to shy away from taking a wide receiver in the top two. I think he is, uh, uh, you know, hurting that wide receiver right now. But at the same time, Cortland Sutton can come around here a little bit. Who knows what that quarterback situation? But uh, you know, never hurts to have more running backs. Uh, yeah, I I, if, if if depending on what Rob does, I could also see Al taking Josh Jacobs here. Oh yeah, that's hundred percent going to happen. If he doesn't go one, I'm, there's no reason for me not to take him. He's no, the most definitely. valuable. He's the most valuable piece, and you know the whole whole rookie. Yeah, I, you there. know, wide receivers are a dime a dozen all across the board. You can, you know, I I felt like forever I was weak at wide receiver, and I still feel that way in some respects. But at the same time. You know, I got two guys that can produce, so. That's all you really need. All right, so we're all agreement on Nikhil Harry going two to L. Uh, Rob, three, I have him taking quarterback Kyler Murray. I also do. All the way around the board. At four, I got L taking his second <laughs> second wide receiver, me, Cole Hardman. The other guy's jumping up the board. It's L. He's a... Uh, you know, after he's gonna be he's gonna be Mahomes' uh, top target because Watkins is probably still gonna be pretty shaky, and other than Kelsey, Kelsey's probably gonna be the top target. So. Yeah, I, I mean he could be, but with 
Hardman basically assuming that he'll roll. Uh, after we had briefly talked before the recording started, I tend to actually agree with you, and he jumped up my board from 15 to number 4. I never really thought, thought about it until we were talking about it beforehand. So about 30 minutes ago, I'm like, with having two top four picks, I can take just a huge home run swing on one of them, and Hardman would be that. But if this is the way that the actual rookie draft rolled out, um, Which I don't think it will, because I think that you'll get enough trade offers at two and four one, to where and, you're going to trade one of those thing, picks. That was the thing with Al's roster too. Looking at it, is you know if and Kill Harry falls to him and he shores up that wide receiver. Now you know he's he's already loaded at every other at, at quarterback, running back, even tight end. He has Zach Ertz with two hundred plus points. Uh, so, so my just take. Hardman and and Keel Harry here, and now you're loaded all the way across the board. My backup to um, pick four was if we were allowing trading, and he did not take my trade at pick two, uh, I would trade for pick four and take Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, depending on what, you know, I'm going to field offers for pretty much half of the things that I have. There's obviously players like Watson and Baker. The draft is garbage compared to last year and compared to next year. What the... I mean, well, I guess we'll I, find out. Wait, but which part? I think Dwayne Haskins is just the, the safest quarterback in this draft. Yeah. I just don't think there's as many great fantasy relevant players in this draft. Well, I, I just think it's the second half of the first round that struggles because once you get after pretty much five, maybe six, then I think there's a trail off to where it's just you're getting second-round talent in the end of the first round. Yeah. Um. All right, so we... Oh, I would take David much, Montgomery, by the way. We we pretty much all agreed that you would take uh, um, Hardman at four if uh, there's no trades. If this is the way it goes, I'm taking Montgomery. Like, oh, you would take Montgomery over Hardman? Oh, yeah. So, Just the, the value yeah, of running backs. And if he's going to be taking over Jordan Howard, who scored 160 points, not fitting the the naggy offense at all, like I'm imagining it's going to be going way up you know, from that. So, so. I I, uh, I think you could definitely take him there. Uh, but like I was saying, you, you need wide receiver, so why not take the two best ones? Well, yeah, but, but David if, Montgomery, David Montgomery is also going to be splitting time with two other backs. I don't know if you've seen any Bears Instagram recently, but they're all over uh, Run DMC, the Davis, uh, Montgomery, and Cohen. Oh no, I haven't uh, seen any of that trio, and they're gonna they're gonna just they're gonna all split time. I mean, I think I think Montgomery's gonna be great. I think it's just a project. I think he's gonna have the most upside as like a three down feature guy, like. I'm not saying he's going to be Le'Veon Bell by any means, but he's going to be that type of player where he's going to be able to be moved around a little bit and do a little bit of everything, just obviously not as good at any of it. That's why I say this is a garbage draft because we're already at the fourth pick and we're like, well, we don't know if this guy's good. Well, you have to factor in, like, I have four quarterbacks, so that's pushing down. We're taking in consideration the fact that... Because I think there's going to be four quarterbacks that are legitimately first-round picks. It's just... Two well, of the top four picks, and can't that's be that's that. where I have on my sheet at five and six. Mark taking two quarterbacks because all he has is Rosen, and 
I have him taking Dwayne Haskins at five and Daniel Jones at six. So he's got... What, what's wrong with uh, Wentz? Oh, well, yeah, Wentz and Well, Rosen. he's got Wentz and Rosen, so... And, and he's got Tannehill, who he's gonna uh, cut Tannehill. I think has a chance to start. So do I, but, but wouldn't you rather take the uh, chance on the two rookie good. quarterbacks? It might not even be worth keeping him. But, uh, yeah, I, I do have here Mark taking David Montgomery if he falls, Nicole Hardman possibly uh, to replace T- Tyreek Hill, or, uh, uh, and then uh, for six, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I don't think it's time to t- take the project quarterbacks. Uh, Dwayne Haskins seems safer for him here for sure. Yeah, I had him because I had myself taking Montgomery four, so I had Haskins five, and then Assuming I had... Rob. Rob likes Kyler yeah. over Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, so I had yeah Haskins five, and then uh, Michael Hardman at six. You know he's already got Tyreek Hill. You know we've already talked about Hardman possibly going by now, so it's not necessarily a reach. And just the fact that he has the insurance of the number one fantasy receiver from last year is pretty big. Yeah, I have him taking the gamble that. Um... Since he passed on, or I have him take, I have Al taking Hardman at four, so he's pretty much gambling on the two quarterbacks to go with his other two quarterbacks that might be starting. Because once is not going to start the season, and Rosen could not start the season, so he could be potentially having to start. Dwayne Haskins and a guy who's like, oh, I hope Josh Rogerson comes in in the second quarter type deal in week one. So I have him taking Haskins at, at five and Daniel Jones at six. Um, so we're all kind of different on Mark's picks. but Yeah, I can see him doing that and that, you know, then he doesn't have to fight for that fourth fourth quarterback in free agency exactly safely just drop these guys and not worry about the competition and yeah so i can see it um but he needs help all over i mean well, that's where i think he's he'll... Had, he's had yeah between Le'Veon bell tyree kill you know his quarterback situation he's had a lot of things go wrong but you know what he's got a lot of picks yeah he's got another three picks in this year's yeah, draft he's plus got three he'll have... this year two next year including mine and uh yeah so i think my pick that was originally for devin funchips <laughs> all right so is he still on your roster huh is funchips still on your roster oh at the moment probably oh yeah oh, okay oh yeah i'm keeping him he's, he's gonna turn it around he's gonna give me some of my uh so back. at number seven I have um, Ryan taking David Montgomery since I have Al taking him at four and then uh, or not Montgomery at four, but Al taking Hardman at four instead of Montgomery. What is Ryan's allegiance in football? Is he, is he a fan of the Bears? I'm pretty sure he's a Denver and Chicago fan. Okay, so I, because of that, I have and I have Montgomery already gone here. I actually have him. You know, he, if, if he's playing it off like he's going to keep luck, I think that's bonkers. Um, if he does do that, 
I actually have him taking Drew Locke here, assuming he was a fan of Denver, uh, and just, you know, stashing him and letting Ben, Big Ben, Matt Stafford, and Luck, you know, play another year, Big Ben retire. You know, I don't know what he's going to do with Luck. He, he needs to drop him. Didn't um, Ryan take uh, Paxton Lynch? He three years take, ago, it was. I want to say it was like one nine or something. It was the first year that I was. I had joined. He definitely did take Paxton because yeah, I was. Yeah, hoping he would fall, but yeah, I could see him taking Drew Locke. Um, I also see him actually just taking the running back. Um, not because he's weak there, but next year it might start to be a little bit pricey for him, and he might have to move one of those pieces. And if hey, you could I'm have David Singletary or Melvin David Montgomery Gordon, come in. Ryan, I've, I've uh, told you just to reach out and talk. I just get uh, uh, shunned with trades. Well, I think he just set himself up for the three running back lineup with uh, Kamara, Gordon, and then he just traded for Dylan no, yeah, Cook. That's, so That's what he's playing. But, yeah, the way – looking at his roster and his salary cap situation, I honestly don't see a scenario in which he's able to uh, – to keep luck, so to be able to get, I haven't taken Drew Lock, by the way, and just throw him on the practice squad, because I would imagine Flacco's going to start, but it's you know one of those scenarios where, you know, if he's, he's unless he's crushing out. it, he can start the second half of the year, he can pick him off, you know, take him off the practice squad at that point, and, uh, and he could even go out there and sign he, Flacco in free agency too. Exactly, he dropped yeah. luck, and now he has the the money to go out there and get. That Which guy. that's why I don't, I don't understand why Sean because, cut all his quarterbacks. Like that's well, a scenario he where have, he, no Sean Sean's team is so god awful that I understand I understand cutting Rodgers because it's going to free up all that money and you know there's always a chance he can get them for cheaper. But the fact that he had Eli and Flacco, but he did have them on cheaper contracts. Yeah, but, like because uh, you know, he was what ten bucks or got, I think I think honestly if if luck if luck is dropped. I think Eli and Flacco are going to get paid more than Sean Payton. Yeah, well, either with that, like, unless he thinks he's going to get Flacco for even cheaper, which I want to say he cut him at 15 bucks. Like, he could have easily traded him. he was him. less than that. Yeah, he could have traded him uh, to Ryan for anything. You know, I would take a third-round you know, third round pick, or even you might be able to squeeze two third-round picks. And then I wanted if, to offer Ryan my third for luck and just drop luck for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I just don't see a way. So that's why I have him taking Drew Lock. Plus, there's you know the the Broncos fandom supposedly. So yeah, and right. I don't know. Yeah, Lock can be good too. Like, there's no reason why he can't be a good player. He's got all. The talent and stuff. So, uh, speaking of Drew Locke in a different league, I took him at one eight today. Okay. Yeah, and this is one seven, so it's right there. Does that pick up yet? Uh, not that I've seen. I haven't gotten a text yet either. So, all right. So uh, at pick eight, Rob is on the clock. Um, since I have Ryan taking. David Montgomery, I actually have Rob taking a fourth quarterback in Drew Locke at 1-8. Um, I could see Rob taking another quarterback here. He needs one, um, but I actually have him here taking possibly Miles Sanders 
um, possibly Daryl Henderson with the, the but I, I I think that's who Jake's going to get at nine. Ooh, but um, that's a bit rich. Yeah, I think I think he could definitely take a Daniel Jones, a Drew Locke if he falls. Um, but yeah, I I I when I looked at Rob's roster and once you factor in who he took at one one and one three, um, I think his strongest point was obviously his two. He has two really good starting quarterbacks with Russell Wilson and Goff. And he also he has, has Ezekiel Elliott and yeah, Leonard and Fournette, Fournette and Philip Lindsay. Yeah, so his running backs are good. It's really the wide receivers is his biggest weakness, especially because I think he should be cutting Larry Fitzgerald at twenty five dollars. So and he's AJ really Green at sixty nine. Yeah, he's, he's he's. I think honestly, Rob is set up better than anyone to rebuild if he makes the right decisions. He needs to cut. Yeah, but at this AJ point, Green. I don't understand the fourth quarterback thing. Like, unless he you know loves Daniel Jones or whoever else. Like, given needs for his team, I would have him taking a wide receiver. So I had him. Um, I had him taking Debo Samuel. You know, he was the third. He was the, I believe, the third wide receiver drafted in the NFL draft. And, uh, you know, Marquise Brown was first, but I don't think that's the ideal situation with Lamar Jackson as his quarterback. Like, I think he'll have a bigger impact on his NFL team than he most likely will for someone's fantasy team. Um, Yeah, I can see it. I agree with you. Um, Are we moving to nine? Oh, hold on one second, Tom. I'm sorry, I gotta pull the phone away from the microphone for you. Yeah, someone's busy uh doing trades or picks or Yeah, we'll just take a break real quick. Oh, we're back. By the way. I I we're sent back. the I sent the email, so we should be good. Who'd you take? Uh Noah Fan. Nice, good for you. Yeah, I'm all in on Denver. Nice. I have I already have Cortland Sutton and then I took Drew Locke. At one eight, and then I took, well, then I took Marquise Brown at one fifteen, and then I took Noah Fan at two two. It's pretty good. So yeah, we left off at one nine, I believe. Uh, I think Jake has no choice but to take Daryl Henderson if he falls to this point, just to be that safety in case there really is a problem with Todd Gurley. See, I had thought earlier that he'd be a prime candidate to trade down if he can get um, two draft picks in the early second as part of the deal um, and take Henderson a little bit later and then be in a position, if one of the four quarterbacks were to fall, if not, take a chance with Jared Stidham and just practice squad him as his fourth quarterback. I just never assumed Jake's going to trade. Oh, yeah, no. But no, yeah, I assume he's not going to trade out. I think it's a little rich. The way mine turned out, Daniel Jones fell, and I had him taking him, throw him on his practice squad as his fourth guy. I've heard him say that there's a possibility he might cut every one of his tight ends, even Burton, the guy he traded a second-round pick for this year. Um, so... If he does that, I have him taking TJ Hawkinson tight end for the Detroit Lions at nine. Reach. Each um, of 
Yeah, I think Hawkinson falls to you, Pat. Uh, but yeah, I like I said. Yeah, that's where I. I think he to. has to handcuff. I think he has to get get Henderson. Just just get him. Uh, he's not going to move or trade. He doesn't have any other picks coming up. I think yeah, all he has left is like three nine or something. So it's not. Yeah, it's, so it's well so past I, where Henderson would be going. You know, he has a solid team. You know, I think he, he should just, just roll with it again next year. He's done good every year. Jimmy is coming back. Uh, you know, he I think he just needs to roll the dice again and see if he can survive a, with Cam Newton not getting hurt. And uh, hopefully Garoppolo does something. So who did you have him taking at nine? Henderson, the guy that loves the Rams. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so at 10, I have Mark taking one of two players. I have him either taking Marquise Hollywood Brown, wide receiver, Baltimore, or I have him taking Miles Sanders, running back, Philadelphia. I don't like Marquise Brown, uh, and it's not that I don't like Marquise Brown. It's, it's that, that you I don't, don't like, like Lamar Jackson. It to him. Yeah. <laughs> I I think uh, he's I like got Jackson the ability. Too. That's the thing. Like their offense is so unique in in a way that like it all works. But I just don't think the 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 um, attempts and the the you know the numbers are going to be there for for Marquise. He's year. someone though that can you know on two I, targets can be a good start just because he breaks one of them. Well, and that's down. I took the talent over the spot, and considering that they're going to be such a run heavy offense and they're not going to pass it much when they do pass the ball, I do think they're going to be going short a lot of the time. But they are going to have that ability to just have a guy run deep, and if he beats his man, why not take a shot? Yeah, he's going to be essentially Deshaun Jackson. So whether it's a short I think pass be where he, he breaks, breaks a couple tackles or you know the deep bomb to stretch the field, so it opens up the run game. I think he's going to be involved, you know, in plenty of different ways. It's just a matter of the efficiency level. So I I had Mark here taking Paris Campbell actually, the guy who I hope is awful and does terrible because. Funches needs to flourish, but he's the guy who Indy drafted. Yeah, uh, I think he can be really good. Well, he's at uh, least a different style from Funches to where like, because if Funches is going to be good, it's he's essentially going to be doing what Ebron was doing, where they hit the red zone and he's the main target. Yep, I'm hoping for 800 yards and you know, so you know, it'll probably be like 600 yards and 10 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a very reasonable stat line. He'll be good that good bye week throw in and win me a game hopefully. Yeah, I had uh, Mark Take and uh, Devin Singletary just because I think he's going to be the best running back with the best chance to uh, produce early. Yeah, um, McCoy's getting getting cut, and you know I think he's going to sign in in KC if KC's having running back trouble. Ooh, that's actually go re. re- Reunite with his final year with uh, yeah. uh, Reed I'm surprised, and, uh, and, and then uh, 
uh, yeah, I think I think you're right about Singletary. But I also don't think Singletary is going to be that. He's he he doesn't look that fast, but he you know he's really like he's essentially a poor man's version of Lashawn McCoy. So I think he'll be able to run the ball yeah, he can, relatively well, be able to catch the ball a little bit. And for how shifty he is, he's going to make some people a mess. It's just a matter of being able to, I guess, withstand the wear and tear or whatever. But So then... Uh, so moving into the second round. If, the, if the draft unfolds the way I have it going, I think it's a slam dunk you're taking Hawkinson. Well, so I think if it falls oh, the way I think it's going to fall, then I think Miles Sanders could fall to me at 2-1. If he does, I'm taking him. I have Miles Sanders available as well. Would, you would take him over Hawkinson at that point? Yeah, because Hawkinson will fall to 2-6. And uh, if he doesn't, then he doesn't. I don't and, know I, about that, and I could get Noah Fant. And I already have two tight ends one of them that I think is going to be a superstar in Hunter Henry. And the other one is, I think, a really good tight end. He's just not going to be able to do anything for another year or two. With, um... In Dallas Goddard. Well, Zach's got 2-2 two, two, and 2-4, two, and even though he took Hayden Hurst last year, it's he didn't really produce much at all. Like, he was hurt a lot, but it's... Well, I have him getting, at 2-2, two, two, I have him taking Devin Singletary, because that's who I, I have him falling all the way there, and... If he was available at 2-1 and Miles Sanders isn't, then I might take him. Well, but, I just think that cause him I, having two picks, I, don't I think, think there's a small chance he... I don't think I have a need at tight end. Tight end is more of a luxury that I can take if I want. Well, who, I don't need to take Who do you have besides Hunter Henry? Dallas Goddard. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I have, I have you taking Hawkinson here. Uh, I know I actually agree with you about Hunter Henry, but and uh, uh, you know it's been shown that the tight end is a more you know it's a key position nowadays. Oh, definitely. So I, and and Detroit just drafted a guy who could be an all timer at the position at a time when when it's it's more important. But at the same time, uh, Stafford has never been that great at throwing the tight end. In my opinion. He's never really had anybody either. I mean, you could say Eric Ebron all you want, but if you look at the tape, when he was in Detroit, on key situations when they pass to the tight end, knowing that they don't pass to the tight end a ton, he was drop city. Yeah, but I still have you taken him there. And then at two here, uh, for Zach, Zach's first pick, uh, I don't know what Zach's going to do. I still don't don't know uh, um, much of what his plan is. He surprised me last year. He got some really good draft picks last year. Uh, Allen, Michelle, you know, he. Uh, oh, the Josh well. Allen pick saved him quite a bit. Like it, the draft yeah, fell no, absolutely he, perfectly. He drafted. Him. He he drafted well, and uh, uh, Zach hit me up when you want to trade Josh Allen. Uh, I, yeah. Well, I've been trying to hook him um, up with John Brown so we can get that connection, I, man. I have uh, uh, Zach 
actually taking Noah Fant here. Uh, he, his both his tight ends here, and this is you know, or TJ Hawkinson. I, no matter what, he can't let a tight end get past him here because his tight ends combined last year were no more than fifty-five points. So yeah, it's kind of brutal. Yeah, it's not ideal. He, he is Jordan Aikens for Houston. I don't know who that guy is, and Hayden Hurst for Baltimore. Uh, Hayden Harris had 28 points, and Jordan Aikens had 31. And so, uh, 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 and they just drafted uh, Cahale, or as I like to call him, Kale. Wait, who? Oh, the fucking pen. Yeah. Um, no, I had Zach taking Miles Sanders. I he's available in mine still. Um, Warren. I would agree with him needing a tight end very much so, but he picks again in two more picks, and the one in between is uh, Rob, who has uh, O.J. Howard, and I think he might have someone else, a second guy. Either way, he's got O.J. Howard. He's not. Yeah, so I don't see him necessarily taking Noah Fant. So to be able to get the tight end for a couple bucks cheaper um, and just – See, I think think, uh, O.J. Howard has done nothing yet. And I think it typically takes a couple of years for tight ends to really. Yeah, he's. I don't know. He hasn't been like a train wreck, though. Like, he's good enough to where, like, I would still, you know, have some high expectations for him and everything. And at this point, I just think uh, there's a better chance that Rob would take Miles Sanders over a tight end with the fact that he has OJ Howard. OJ Howard had 565 yards and five touchdowns last year. And six touchdowns and 400 yards the year before. I, I don't know. I think, uh, and he's $18. I think he Rob should try and take a tight end here too. So that's why I thought he should. He needs to take one if it falls. Uh, I have Rob taking AJ Brown, wide receiver, Tennessee. Um, actually, yeah, I would do that as well. Because I, I had thought about putting A.J. Brown uh, number 10 to Mark, and then I changed it to uh, Singletary just because I think he had a little bit bigger need at running back than wide receiver. Um, but, yeah, if with Rob having four of the top 13 picks, if he can come out with the best player in Jacobs, the best quarterback in Murray, and then two stabs at receiver where I think – I you know I would rather have as many chances at the top eight wide receivers than my choice of the very first receiver, which is not the case in this scenario because I took Nikhil Harriet too. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said earlier, I think Rob can rebuild better than any quicker and better than anyone, and uh, for next year, but it all revolves around AJ Green being cut. Yeah, it all depends on and, and if like he's willing to do that or not. Well, even and looking at his team now, like there's players like what uh, C.J. Beathard at like thirty something dollars. It's like That's well, an easy he's, he's obviously going to get cut and stuff. But like once he gets like even just as the first wave of cuts, where it's like obviously I'm not going to keep any of these players. Yeah, like he's his, not going to keep any his free agents. Cap situation like is actual clear free up a lot agents. More. Like I think there's a chance he can keep AJ Green. Um, you would for sure have to be getting rid of players like. Uh, well, fuck, is, I don't even think Pierre Garçon's on a team right now, so no, that's yeah, obvious. Cut him. But then even, like, I like Larry Fitzgerald, but $25 No, is you got to cut him because so. you can get him from $11, $12. Yeah, like, he's 15 tops, and that's, you'd have to be thinking. Championship? So, yeah. So, 
Larry Fitzgerald being that price and uh, his age, that's why I had uh, uh, Rob taking Hakeem Butler here because he's not Hakeem Butler won't make it to him at at three point one. Yeah, I mean, I I can yeah, agree Hakeem with you. Butler is the wide receiver. Either that or Andy do you, Arizona. Do you have AJ Brown being available still at this point? Uh, or that Andy Isabella guy. Both of them are wide. Or, uh, yeah, the yeah the Cardinals got both. Well, that's also assuming that he takes Kyler Murray at three or one, which yeah. I think it's better for him to take him at three. Yeah. Um. All right. So where are we at here, Zach? Yeah. F four. I have no offense. You know, we obviously talked about his need at tight end, um, and I just didn't think he'd be going necessarily before this, so I thought he can wait. Uh, I've looked at the history of the recent, or really every draft we've had, and there will be like maybe one tight end will go really high, and then the majority of tight ends go in like the late second or third round. So I have him taking Debo San Debo Samuel wide receiver San Francisco. At I I thought this year was a was a you know there's a reason why two tight ends from the same school got got taken in the first round. Uh, they're going to be beasts. Uh, they were beasts in college. Um, I think they're going to get taken high. And, you know, at now after talking to you guys, I'm, I'm starting to change on this, but I had Zach taking, having Singletary fall to him here, thinking Rob takes that Arizona guy and taking the tight end before that, knowing Rob needs a tight end too. Uh, like I said, I'm not high on, on the Tampa guy because I'm also not high on Jameis. I think Jameis is. This is this is the year Jameis kicks it into high gear, or next year he's uh, cut. I was going to say, that's the wrong person to be talking to about Jameis I've got, I've got nothing against him, but he can't grip the ball. He's got small hands. Uh, I got small hands. Small hands club over here. He, he can't grip the ball. I like Jameis. Uh, Mark at who'd you have, five. Oh, who'd you have? Oh, um, huh? Singletary. Okay. Yeah. Oh, who did you have him taking? No offense. Oh, yeah, no offense. Okay. So, Mark um, at five, who do you guys have him taking? Because who I have him taking on this sheet is not right at all because I initially moved him all the way up, and now I've got things that I've changed on the fly on my sheet. and uh, I had uh, Hollywood Brown just because he's really good. He's not in the ideal situation, but at 15, it's worth it. Um, he's got the most upside of anyone that's left, in my opinion. So I had him taking any mixture of any wide receivers left here. Uh, A.J. Brown, Marquise Brown, Debo, Debo Samuel, you know, whichever wide receiver. Uh, the Philadelphia guy are uh, would probably be um, our Sega Whiteside. Yeah, uh, would probably be his uh, top. You know, just the, the connection with Wentz. Yeah, um, I think I actually would have him taking like because I I don't have Paris Campbell going off the board yet. So I would ever take him like Paris Campbell. 
Um, if Debo Samuel or Samuel wasn't taken, take him. Or like if AJ Brown wasn't taken, take him. Or if someone didn't take Hollywood, take him. Like, or maybe even take a stab in the dark at DK Metcalf here. Uh, there's a lot of guys that he could take. I still think he's taking a wide receiver. I just think it's crazy that you have like Debo Samuel as a possibility at 15, and I had him going eight. Like, I just think that's how widespread the wide receivers are this year. Where yeah. It's like I said, you know, I'd rather have multiple stats. Well, I really have him going at 14 to Zach. That goes back to what I was saying about how bad this draft is. I don't think it's necessarily bad. I mean, like, I did think it was bad for the longest time. And then as we're getting closer to it, I'm like, all right, there's. It's not that it's bad. It's just it's deep at different positions. Like, it's deep at tight end, which isn't necessarily like a huge fantasy position unless you're playing, like, a tight end premium or like you know tight ends get a bump because they don't get used you know as much in fantasy uh, or you know I, it's just it's it's a position that hasn't been it's been late to the party i guess in fantasy well if there wasn't uh roster limits like positional limits i think Four quarterbacks plus Josh Jacobs could easily be the first five picks and i don't think that's necessarily yeah a bad draft up until that point. It's just more so after that, you're looking at the two tight ends that should be good, but late first rounds seems a little bit rich. And then unless you love some of these wide receivers, you know, or just take a stabs at running back at that point. Yeah. It's, you know, take a handcuff or a young guy who's behind an older guy or something. um, And just kind of guess who you think is going to be able to take over the job at some point. All right, moving on to pick 2-6. That's uh, my pick. I have uh, penciled in to take Jarrett Stidham, quarterback, New England. I also, I, I was filling it in as you were saying it, and I'm like, all right, cool, that's good guessing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to argue with the pick, but I wouldn't make it myself. I mean, I could always wait till 10 to take it and just hope that Sean's not going to take him at 7 because I know Al's not going to take him at 8, and I've got 9, so I could. I think Sean would jump all over that. And so do the I. That's that why I would take him them, at like, 6. He's going to be someone's fourth quarterback. I think he should be on someone's roster um, to be able to have a 20 25% chance of the heir apparent to Brady. I think it's worth anything in the second half of the draft. And I would even think there's a chance he falls into the late first because the fact that you can practice squad him, it's not going to cost you anything. And say he sits for two years and he's, you know, if Jake took him at nine, it's a $16. It's like having the number one pick salary in year three and it didn't cost you anything. It's just a matter of how confident you think that he's going to be the guy, the guy eventually. Yeah. Who is the last quarterback I have being selected in this draft? I have total five quarterbacks going with the four going in the first round and the fifth one falling halfway through the second. Yeah. Yeah, Pat, here I had you taking uh, any of the the wide receivers as well. Uh, Here at this point, you know, I figure it's 
pretty random. I actually think you might be trading some of these seconds at some point too, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not a far-fetched uh, thought, considering I probably lead the league in trades. You know, and and yeah. I also thought this somewhere in here, one of these seconds you have is where you're going to take uh, Cal- Calvin Ridley's brother, Riley Ridley, even huh. though I know you're not a Chicago fan. But why not? Just so know, I can have the Ridley up. brothers. Yeah, so you know, really I, nice. I I I uh, figure you're going to be the one who takes them ahead of me, so. I I don't know if it's going to be nine or six, but or ten, but you know, uh, I could also see Sean taking Riley Ridley. That's too. exactly who but, I have Sean taking. I have Sean taking yeah. Riley Ridley at two seven because he's a Chicago fan and he'll just show me all the highlights like he did you know, with Kevin White, and he'll be like, "Dude, this guy's a fucking beast," and I'm like, "Oh is, yeah, remember when Kevin White was a is, bust?" Uh, is he a Chicago fan? Come on. He uh, <laughs> traded Mitch Trubisky for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's fantasy. I mean, that's like the least Chicago thing you can do. Yeah, I understand, but he was making a push and then he caught him. The push was Trubisky himself. All right, so Al at. Uh, uh, oh, my pick? At eight, oh, two eight. DK Metcalf. I don't. I don't even think he's gonna be good. But at this point, why? I, why the fuck not? I have you taking Miles Boykin. So I thought, oh, assuming the wide receiver DK Baltimore. Mac- yeah. I thought, assuming DK Metcalf falls to this point, I was taking him no matter what because because he wants to ago, take him number two. Sending me messages about DK Metcalf. And, oh, it's and he's been telling me for months how he's going to take him at one two. That's fine. Yeah, so uh, I think if he's here, which I think he will be here, because I think he's garbage. Uh, you know, he's the next Devin Funches. <laughs> so in your eyes, he's going to be a superstar. <laughs> so yeah, what? So what he shouldn't first, take him one two. I'll get him a first and a second round pick in a two years on from you or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, so so two for DK Metcalf and one for Miles Boykin. So I have picks nine and ten. Um, I have if like I'm taking one of those wide receivers at nine is what I have. Like I have penciled in Paris Campbell, but that's if he falls and. But I mean, you could say that with like every one of these wide receivers would outside you, of like. Would Mikhail you take Harry. Campbell over one of the uh, uh, Arizona guys? Um, for some reason, I have Akeem Butler way down on my list, so I would probably take one of the Arizona guys above them, just because I think they're gonna have better opportunity in like a year. Would you? I know you're, but I also like Christian Kirk. <clears throat> well, I know you're super high on Hunter Henry, which. I like him as a player, but I think there's a lot of miles to I feed. also might take Noah Fant or Irv Smith I was gonna say, Irv, Irv nine or ten. But uh, I'd do also... you have Daniel Jones going yet? Oh, I have Daniel Jones going six to Mark. Okay. Um, and Drew Locke going seven. Uh, I have Drew Locke going eight, actually, but... 
That's just me. Um, but yeah, if like, if I didn't get a tight end earlier, which I'm probably not going to, cause I don't need to, then I might take a tight end here, depending on who's available. Um, I might take a wide receiver depending on who's available. And I'm almost assuredly going to be taking Bryce Love at, uh, 210. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I, I put him in at 29 and I'm like, if you don't take him, that's makes absolutely no sense. Like, he's super talented guy and he's well, and that's the, the handcuff like, for your other running back. Yeah, I, I figure I might as well take the guy who's going to handcuff my. Um, it's the one time I've heard you be superstar pro, pro handcuff. Back. So. And I'm usually not a pro handcuff guy, but I feel like I'm starting to see, like, the benefits of it. The benefits of it in. Our league, specifically. Yeah, you... Not necessarily every league. Like, in a redraft league, I don't really see the benefit because you there's usually, like, still starting talent out there. But this is deep rosters. And I think it makes sense in this situation to take Bryce Love at 210 and then something else at 29. Wide receiver, tight end. If a running back I like has fallen, I take two of them there, but I doubt that'll happen. There's like three running backs in this class I like. Uh, four. Four. Uh, and then in the third round, are we going to go for a third round, kind of like a speed round? I'm down. Uh, I was going to quit after my pick. <laughs> we'll go one more after yours. How about that? Yeah, I don't got any picks anymore, so what do I care, right? Yeah. I had Rob taking Hakeem Butler. He fell. Um, you know, like you said before, he had Fitzgerald. This is on the assumption he's taking Kyler Murray. Um, so to be able to get that connection. It was a coin flip between him and Isabella. Just figure go for the bigger guy, you know, red zone threat. So uh I have him actually penciled in to take Noah Fant. Uh, because I just think tight ends are going to fall. But uh, assuming he doesn't, like, and, he, you know, he doesn't take Noah Fant because he's been taken already, Um, I would then say he's going to take Irv Smith because he needs a backup tight end. But I don't think it's worth taking one really before this if you're Rob. Um. Yeah, I don't know. At this point in the third, you know, what what anyone's going to do other than what I hope to do. All right, so who do you got? Who do you got at 2? 3-2. Uh, for sure, no doubt about it if he falls, Will Greer. You're going to back up Cam. Uh, Cam Newton's backup, Cam Newton is hurting. Like I was saying earlier when we were talking about Jake, he had a serious shoulder injury last year. If you watched any of that game. Oh, he definitely he was wasn't in, close to what you know, he, he is should not be, so. himself and was not himself then. I figured so that they took I, Will Greer as high as they did just because they wanted to sure up the backup quarterback spot. I don't know I, if it's necessarily like I'm hoping like a, a grooming to take over type thing because his injury is that bad. I think it's more they need 
like if they're under the assumption there's a good chance he's going to miss two to three games, they want someone who they can actually do something with rather than I want to say they just had undrafted free agents the last couple of years. Uh, I, I so I like him, and I also uh, would like one of these running backs. And this is assuming Riley Ridley doesn't fall either, because I want Riley Ridley too. Uh, but there's a lot of guys I like. Benny Snell Jr. for Pittsburgh. He, uh, uh, I, I think James Conner's got a solid hold on that job, but I also think it's going to be a shared load. Um, you know, Rod- Rodney Anderson uh, for Cincinnati. Any of these wide receivers up to this point. Justice Hill for Baltimore. I think he's going to be. Uh, I I had you taking Daryl Henderson, but that's also I feel like I kind of forgot about him for a while because my rookie list is just as I remembered who got drafted, so the order so jumbled up after the first like five or six, anyways. Well, and by this point, who knows? You know. Yeah, I think there is a chance that he could fall because I think he's in a great situation besides the whole Todd Gurley being in front of him thing. Like, if Gurley were to get hurt or for some reason wasn't playing, I think Henderson would have been a top five pick in this draft because I just think he's that talented in addition to going to such a potent potent offensive team. Um, But, yeah, the fact that Gurley's there, so many people are afraid of, um, taking a backup running back in general. Like, if they're not starting or, you know, close to starting soon, they seem to fall. Like, I got Chubb at 2-1 last year because Carlos Hyde was there. Um, uh, Kareem Hunt was 2-7 a couple of years ago. Uh, Alvin Kamara was either the last pick of the second round or the first pick of the third round or something uh, because they had Ingram and AP at that point. So, like, if... It's perceived that they're buried on the depth chart. They seem to, to slip quite a bit, even though they're they're talented players. Uh, yeah, and Calvin Ridley went late. Like you can get value within the late. Like people fall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I'm not too like worried about having these four picks in the second round. I feel actually kind of like good about it. Yeah, until you want to trade them to me. No, that's probably not going to happen. I mean, All right, I gotta good. go. It's it's late here. All right, I'm an hour ahead of you guys. Sounds good. Yeah, I've got uh, Al taking Justice Hill. Yeah, that's who I would take at that point if this is how shit went down. Um, I don't know. He just handcuffs Mark Ingram for me. So. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I like Justice Hill too because I think that job's open. But you know, I wouldn't take him probably. But you know, it would be a good pick for Al to shore up behind. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's really a open competition. I think Ingram's going to have, like, he's going to be locked into his role, but I think the fact that they are going to be running so much that even, even if he's the second backs, guy, yeah. it's going to be similar to uh, when Chip Kelly was in Philadelphia. Even though if you get the backup running back, like, that's at worst, like, a solid flex play just because of how, you know, how many plays they're running and how often the second running back's involved in, uh, or even Atlanta with Tevin Coleman the last few years, like. Shit like that where, you know, even though you're well, you're two, you're still super valuable fantasy-wise. I, I think he's uh, definitely a spell. Uh, he's going to be, you know, he, he works a lot better in space. He's, he's a lot quicker. He's, you know, a lot smaller than Mark Ingram. He's oh, gonna yeah. Be he's, a, he's a great compliment he's gonna be, to him. 
he's going to be the Tariq Cohen to the Jordan Howard type thing. Oh, for sure. I you would know? agree with that. My uh, funniest pick of the draft is Jake at 3-9 taking kicker <laughs> Matt Gay, Tampa Bay. <laughs> you just want to struggle uh, on the kickers. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a drafting a kicker for a dollar. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Anyway, I'm open to trades. Uh, Pat Mahomes is on the block. Madden cover, 20, you know, 2020 or whatever. He's uh, tearing his ACL. I'll um, give you all my second-round picks. I'll give you Darnold looking, and 1-4. Looking, looking for four firsts and, and a player. <laughs> <laughs> looking for everything on your team that's good and... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, guys. Later. You hear that? That's the belt. That's the belt. Come and get it. Oh, God. Show me that nameplate. Don't worry. Uh, one of these years, the best team will win it. Yeah, I know. Finally, be, I'll put it over my head. Hey, well, you know what's going to be totally lucky? When me, that's right, me, when don't, I win. Don't make me, don't make me pull out the Vin Diesel quote here. All right. This is Mac, you win by an inch or a mile, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next episode. All right, later. Peace out. See ya.